When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, IDP Army. Ever think about making your own podcast? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And you can make some money with your podcast, too, with no minimum listenership. It's got everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. So what are you waiting for, IDP Army? Download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started today. What is up, IDP Army? It is your man, Jordan Reigns, at 50 Shades of Drunk on Twitter. You can follow the company or the brand Twitter at the IDP Army on Twitter. Follow us on TikTok. Follow us on Instagram. Back again. You know what it is. It's Monday. Well, you probably listen to this by Tuesday. But we're going to be talking the week five waiver wire targets for IDP Fantasy Football. And we're going to be talking about some of the big takeaways and the notes from week four now that that is in the book so buckle up because we got a good show for you check the mic and make sure it sound right boys Yo, yo, welcome in, guys, gals, boys, girls. Um, week five is coming at you hot, heavy. It's coming fast. Week four, hopefully you got some wins. Got a few wins, got a few losses. Hopefully you got some underdog money. Um, click the promo code down in the description of this video. If you guys want to hop into underdog, they got the resurrection, best ball mania, two draft. They got um, weekly stuff, so a lot of good stuff going on. Uh, right now, watching this Raiders Chargers game, but you know we got to get the content out there for the people. We got to win these fantasy leagues. It's not enough just to play; you've got to win. Shout out P two W. If you know, you know. All right, so I guess we'll start by talking about some injuries first. Not something you really want to start talking about, but um, I figured we could start there. For these injuries, I'm going to be looking in the Ultimate IDP Index. Um, thanks to the guys over there. Shout out to Bomber for helping me uh, maintain that through the season, but. Uh, if you're not in the if you're not in the index, check out the Patreon. Go join the Black Ops tier. You can get on the index. But according to the index, we got some week four injuries that we need to pay attention to. Um, I'll just name a few here. We had uh, Jabril Peppers didn't play very many snaps this week. He ended up having a hamstring injury, leaving early. 
that's tough. That's a tough look. It's one of my favorite IDP players. You already know Jesse Bates was out this week with the neck injury. That is going to be something to monitor going forward. Um, hopefully, we'll, we'll know more this week. I, I really think this next week is going to be indicative of how the net rest of the season is going to play out for him. Um, we have concussion. We had a we had Antoine Winfield go into concussion protocol. This is last night during the the Bucks uh, Patriots game. So he had, he had a nice little game going. Uh, so he got you quite a few points before he did get out of that game, but he did have concussion. Hopefully he'll be out of the concussion protocol and back into your lineups this next week. Uh, hopefully you were playing him. Um, here's a pretty big one. Matt Milano left the game super early um, with a hamstring injury. He's been having a really great season. IDP fantasy managers know this. Buff Bills Mafia knows this. Um, NFL insiders know this. Uh, I know Greg Rosenthal, Mina Kimes, they're big fans of Matt Milano. So we had our three or four weeks of fun. Injuries, you know, come up. The hamstrings hurt. You know, prayers up because he's having a great season. Um, The stat I pulled last week, if you follow me on Twitter, um, six, uh, Matt Malone had 11 impact plays through the first three weeks of the season. And for contrast, he had 12 all of last season. So he was pacing for a massive, massive, massive season. Really hoping this hamstring injury is a short-term thing. Um, I have him on quite a few rosters, and I'm sure a lot of you do too. Uh, so we'll be watching that closely. Um, other injuries to monitor, obviously Kenneth Murray is not playing in this Chargers game. He hurt his ankle again. You know, the, the long and short of this situation is you're probably going to want to avoid Kenneth Murray for a while slash the rest of the season. I hate to be that guy. But, you know, ankle injuries, the, the, the way tendons work, you know, the way these connective tissue works, um, when they get stretched, they don't go back. They're not elastic like muscles are, okay? So if a guy rolls his ankle and pulls a tendon, it loosens. What, what does that mean, okay? Layman's terms, that basically means that he has a higher chance of re-injury of that same ankle. That's why you always roll the same ankle. If you ever rolled your ankle, it's always the same one, Um because it gets looser, you know, the, the the casing around that joint is not as strong as it once was. So um, Kenneth Murray, my guy, two years in the league, seems like you're always banged up. I'm, I'm worried, but we're going to monitor that, okay? If you watched last week's waiver Wire show, you already know Drew Tranquil and Kaiser White are the players you want to pick up in his spot. They might come up briefly in the waiver Wire segment here, but go back and check out the Week 4 waiver Wire video because – Kenneth Murray, that, that injury's been around for a little bit. Um, other injuries we had, Hassan Reddick tweaked his hamstring, had a pretty quiet day. He had a sack every game up until this last week. Um, so that's going to be something you're going to want to watch. Shaq Thompson um, went down with a lower leg injury that are quote-unquote expected to miss some time. Um, they have not placed him on the IR, so that's something we can hold on to, I guess. Um, other IDP news, we had Romeo Arquara rupture his Achilles tendon. Uh, he is done for the season. One of our favorite sleepers here at the IDP Army coming into the year. Um, but, you know, we, we, we trudge on. There may be a defensive line player pop up for the Detroit Lions in the coming weeks. There may be even one mentioned today that you could go check your waiver wire for. Um, but we'll just have to, we'll have to, we'll have to monitor that, okay? So, obviously, when there are injuries, that opens up things for other players. Um, not all these players that I'm going to mention in the, the waiver segment are here because of injury. Some of them are. Some of them are not. Um, 
But they're players you're going to want to watch, and they could potentially go straight into your lineup, some of these guys, this upcoming week. Um, so let's go ahead, and before we jump into the waiver wire targets, I want to break down some of the bigger games of the week, just quickly talk about them. Um, so let's jump to the Jets, okay? Interesting week for the Jets. They pl- got their first win, so shout out Jets. Y'all deserve it. You worked, waited a long time for it. It came, and it was a hard-fought game. Um, 100 defensive snaps were played by the Jets defense. They ended up eking out an overtime win over the really struggling Tennessee Titans right now. Um, but Quentin Williams goes out, gets himself two sacks, um, gets himself a tackle for a loss, six solos. You kind of had it, you know, you kind of could have seen this coming in a way, especially with the tackles, because there are a lot of Jets players on this list, because Derrick Henry was going to get the rock a lot, and you knew that, because Antonio or A.J. Brown, and Julio Jones were going to be out of this game. So a lot of things did come to fruition. Another thing that happened, again, is Ryan Tannehill got his ass sacked like, I think, eight times. Um, Their offensive line is a mess. Their offense is a mess. Um, And they made the Jets' defense look great. Now, granted, again, they played a lot of snaps. But I want to bring Quentin Williams, defensive tackle extraordinaire. Um, He's... Working his way up into that tier one defensive tackle area. I know everyone wants to put Aaron Donald in a tier of his own, but that's not a real thing. Um, Quinnen Williams and DeForest Buckner are looking like guys who can and should be in that area. Quinnen Williams is just so consistent. Um, he doesn't always, always pop, but he never really, really lets you down the way some defensive tackles do. Um, so let's move on to the feel-good story of the week. Um, his brother, Quincy Williams. Now, these two players were uh, – Quinton Williams was the number one defensive line player this week, actually. Um, number two was T.J. Watt, of course. Um, but number, but the number two linebacker this week was his brother, Quincy Williams. They were both drafted the same year. Quincy was drafted the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, he's a notorious tackle monster from uh, two years ago, end of season. He played a lot of snaps for Jacksonville. Um, shout out to Bomber. He brought him up in the live stream on Sunday. I was saying I was a little, I wasn't sure if I wanted to play him or not. Um, that ended up being a bad call. Now, granted, I didn't, a lot of people don't really roster him. Not a lot of people were starting him. But I do want to point out on Sleeper, he has defensive back eligibility. Is that fair? Yeah, it's fucking fair if you go get him. Okay? Everybody in your league is going to want him. Go put out a waiver bid for him. All right, this is one guy I'm going to tell you, you should go get on your team. A lot of guys that I say, you know, think about it if you need him, blah, blah. Quincy Williams is a dog. Now, I'm not saying he's good at football because the good at football people don't really like him. Whatever. Look at these numbers. First game this guy's played in a while, full game, 10 total tackles, one sack, one quarterback hit, one pass defended, and um, two tackles for loss. Uh, you know, and that, that's some of a big dog, okay? So he went out and he made his name against the big dog. They got this. They got the win. Um The Williams brothers are together in New York, and is this a turning point for the Jets? I don't know. For the next six days, Jets fans will tell you it is. So uh, let's let them live in that moment. Let's join them in it. And if you play IDP, go out and get you Quincy. And there's a chance Quinnen is on your waivers too. So check that out. Um, And I bring up Quincy as a waiver. I want to bring him up one to spotlight him. Great week. He will be in the waiver segment. But he's the number two linebacker this week, so he got a spot early. C.J. Mosley was the number one linebacker this week, also a Jets player, 10 total tackles, tackle for loss, a sack and a quarterback hit. Um, This is the third week in a row, I believe, third or fourth week in a row. He's had double-digit tackles. C.J. Mosley is locked into your lineups. Um, As a linebacker 
one, borderline linebacker one, linebacker one, whatever you want to call him. Uh, that's what he is going forward. Boy said, Ola Kuhn, I made a rookie mistake. I benched Ola Kuhn in the league. Number three linebacker on the week. It cost me. Uh, you know, we take our licks. Uh, got pass defended. He got a sack, six solo, six assists. I don't want to say I should have seen this coming, but Ola Kuhn has shown himself over the last year, you know, even this year, he, he's, he, he deserves a starting spot in your lineup. I don't know what it is about him that always makes me think that he's one of the guys I can sit. That's a flaw on me. Like I said, it cost me this week. Um, I think I ended up flexing Josh Allen, defensive lineman, over Ola Kuhn. That one hurt. But we move on. TJ Watt, my dude, coming off the groin injury, I was terrified that this was going to get re-aggravated. I was terrified that he was going to come out and not have a big game. I was terrified because I am a TJ Watt stan, numero uno. Okay, This guy's a beast, though. Comes out, fumble recovery, two sacks, two tackles for loss, three solos. Now, did they win this game? No. Were they ever going to win this game? No. I hate to say that. I'm a, I'm a Steelers fan, but the, the, the reality was they were never going to win this game. And if they were, it was going to be because this guy had a boss game. You, you know, maybe if he would have recovered that fumble for a touchdown, maybe they'd have won. I don't know. Big swing. But just want to let you guys know, TJ Watt is that same guy. Um, defensive player of the year, anybody? I mean, the guy came out after leaving a game with a groin injury. When you hear groin injury, it's usually pretty scary stuff. Guys don't come out after groin injuries and just have a number two week, usually, except T.J. Watt did. So, bitch, bow down. All right, Alec Ogletree. This one caught me off guard, but it really shouldn't have. Um, he's kind of had this coming his way. The, sat, the, tat, the, the snaps have been intact since he started playing uh, three weeks ago. He is the starting opposite middle linebacker of Roquan Smith. Um, ten total tackles, uh, ten solo, Okay, twelve total pass defended and assist to assist um and he still do some big plays you know if you've read my tweets if you follow dave kluge who's an avid bears fan you know in training camp alec ogletree was coming down with a lot of interceptions now that we've seen a few weeks of bears play maybe that's more indicative of the quarterback play than alec ogletree's play in camp maybe it is maybe it didn't but he's still out there He's still playing a lot of snaps for a team that is offensively not great. I think the snaps will stay high. And I wouldn't be shocked if we saw another three or four 20-plus point games out of him this season. Um, and, again, just go check his snap counts. They're, they're intact. Um, he's playing mostly most slash all the snaps. So that's what you want. And he's been a prolific IDP player before. Again, if you're here for who's good at football, go to PFF. They'll tell you who's good at football. It's all color-coded and everything, okay? They got grades. I'm not – that's not my world. I'm going to tell you who's going to be good at IDP Fantasy. All right, Roquan Smith. Now, this dude is good at football, okay? And PFF will tell you that. Eight solos, tackle for a loss, two assists, one sack, quarterback hit, 27 points, same as his stablemate, Alec Ogletree. Um, you didn't have to pay up for him in drafts, but with Roquan, you have a little bit of security, Okay, you kind of know what you're getting yourself into with Roquan. Um, a 27-point game isn't something that's kind of catching you off guard. You like to see it because you know it's in his wheelhouse fairly commonly. Um, commonly. That sounded kind of weird. Anyway, I want to show some praise there. Got a couple more players I want to highlight quickly. Eric Wilson had a big game, 10 total tackles, 
an interception that really helped uh, juice that score a bit. Um, people said it wasn't real last year. He's still the same guy. He's a playmaker. Um, Harold Landry, one of my favorite, favorite players in the NFL. Um, just massively underrated the past two, three years for IDP. Um, why that is is probably because his grade on PFF was not great. Well, now his grade's matching the production. His grade looks good. The production still looks good. Um, hopefully you bought dirt cheap two years ago. I remember the start of the 2019 season, noticing him and just, you know, seeing him play so many snaps and be involved in so many plays, you know, and he's, he, he stays healthy and he's earned the right to be in your starting lineup almost every single week. And he's got a crazy high floor for a defensive line player. And he's playing on the Titans whose defense just is not good. He's probably their best defender at this point in time. Um, if you can believe that. So, and then last but not least, Trevon Diggs. Uh, five interceptions through four weeks. Okay, this was my this was my number one sleeper. This is my number one cornerback slash defensive back sleeper coming into the year. Go back, check the sleeper videos. There's a playlist on the channel. The first one I said, Trevon Diggs. This guy is going to have a good year. Um Last year, he was doing very well. He got a little injured, and we quickly forgot about him. But I made a mental note, and I made sure coming into this year to say that Trevon Diggs could be one of those guys that could win your IDP leagues. Um, if you listen, you've been rewarded. This is, I mean, he is, I just checked the points earlier. He's almost a full 20 points ahead of the number two overall defensive back. Not cornerback, defensive back. There's a corner leading all defensive backs in IDP right now uh, in scoring. Now, granted, yeah, isn't on the back of five interceptions? Yeah, but he got the five interceptions. I mean, you can't take that away from him. Will the streak end? Eventually, but he's a ball hawk. It's 100% undeniable, um, and he's not scared to tackle. And He's actually a good corner, so he's never going to leave the field unless he's hurt. So Trevon Diggs. I mean, I don't know what else to say. If you've watched this channel at all, you've heard his name come up a lot the past month and a half. Um, and one other guy I want to note, I don't have his little thing up here. <clears throat> That's Jalen Ramsey. He has entered the don't take him out of your lineup re region of fantasy season. Um, would it shock you to find out he's a top 10 defensive back? Top 10 defensive back. And he only has one interception. Okay. This guy's number one. He's got five interceptions. There's another cornerback in the top ten who's not there on the back of, of interceptions. Okay? Named Jalen Ramsey. IDP's a, it's a fun game, y'all. It's an interesting game. Um, these defensive players, you know, Ramsey's not traditionally someone that people say is an IDP stalwart, but if you do go back and look at his rookie season, he really was. Um, and this year, manning up in the slot more, where he's getting more physical, getting more tackle opportunities, um, and still with that, with that ball hawking acuum, I expect him to finish the season with probably three or four interceptions. Only has one so far. Um, get Jalen Ramsey in your lineups. So, all right, let's go ahead and talk the waivers and then I'll get you all out of here because it's just that easy. So week five waiver wire targets. Number one, obviously, like I said, Quincy Williams had an amazing week. Um, We've seen him be a number one linebacker. And the crazy thing, too, is like one of the last time we saw Quincy Williams play IDP fantasy football, he was the number one linebacker. 
And guess what he was this week? He was a number two linebacker, but still close. Okay. Get him on your teams. If you want to go trade for him in Dynasty, some people messaged me today. The 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 the, the starting point we decided was a third round pick. Some people will say, oh, give me the pick. That's great. Give me the points. I'll get the pick back in February. That's how I play fantasy. So, Jamin Davis, linebacker, Washington football team. This one is gonna be is gonna be one you're gonna get because John Bostic tore his pectoral muscle, having an eh, okayish season for John Bostic, but this opens up the floodgate for snaps for Jamin Davis, which is what IDP fantasy managers want. We want the snaps to be there, and if the snaps are there, we want to watch and see how they play. And if they play well, bing bang bong, we're in. That's a that's what we want. The snaps can be there and they play eh, just okay. Looking at you, two players down, Justin Stranod. We might not be so excited to go get them. We shouldn't be. And we shouldn't settle for them either if we can get Jamin Davis or Quincy Williams, someone who has shown themselves to be objectively better for IDP fantasy. Robert Quinn. Put a lot of, put a lot of stock in Robert Quinn last offseason, and he burned me bad because he got hurt. And I ate it, and he's come back this year. He rose from the dead like the best ball resurrection draft. Go click the link in the description. He's risen from the dead. He's put up four and a half sacks in four weeks. He looks like the Robert Quinn of 2019, okay, a guy who was one of the top pressure getters, if you're a pressure person, on just 14 games, a guy who had 10, 10 sacks that year on an abbreviated season. Robert Quinn looks like the Robert Quinn that you want on your team and in your starting lineups. DL and linebacker eligible on sleeper, where you should be playing. If you're playing just on MFL, I have him in a couple linebacker spots. He's Robert Quinn, and he looks healthy. I mean, the upside of those two words, any IDP person should know that that's, that's something to be scared of if it's up against you. Uh, just as or not, if you're looking for a, a replacement-level linebacker, Tyler Matt. This name's tough. Tyler Matakevich. He did come in and step in for Milano when he was out. I don't know if he's going to be the primary guy, and I don't know how long Milano's injury is. So I'm I'm not saying that he's somebody you're going to want to aggressively attack, but if you if you need, he's available in your league. Check it out. Keep an eye on him. Malcolm Jenkins, defensive back. We went over him last week. Okay, Sean Chandler. Now, again, everybody who's watching on YouTube is seeing the graphic. If you're listening on the podcast, Get on YouTube as well because there's a little extra juice over there. Sean Chandler, defensive back for Carolina. Justin Burris, the strong safety, starting strong safety for Carolina Panthers, is just went to IR. He will be missing significant time, at least three weeks, maybe longer. Chandler is his immediate backup. Got the lion's share of the snaps this last week. It was not John Franklin Myers at that position. Um, now, it could change, but Sean Chandler played well. I think he had sp- Five, six, seven solos, um, so a decent game. Um, and if, you, if you're needing a defensive back, you know, going back on this channel, you can look back two, three years. We know there are certain teams that always produce good, good enough, playable, startable assets at their positions every week. <clears throat> Carolina Panthers are one of those teams with their defensive backs. They have been going back two, three years. Um, Jeremy Chen, he did get robbed this week. Oh, my gosh, Jeremy Chen got fucking robbed this week. Um, you know the play I'm talking about, but 
good lord i can't even but sean chandler he's a guy you're gonna want to go pick up if you're looking for a replacement level you know a, a db3 a idp flex guy for an upcoming week maybe there's somebody like matt milano is a flex linebacker because you were just lucky like that and you're looking for somebody to play in your flex spot now maybe it's sean chandler for you um that's going to be an option it's going to be on the table take crowder as we projected last week after the martinez acl injury did come in and take most of the snaps uh he was their linebacker one so um going forward if you want if you want if you did get picked take crowder last week good good on you he's basically going to be playable the rest of the season i don't know if he really offers the same upside blake martinez does but i mean even at 80 percent blake martinez that's going to be a solid linebacker too um so you can't shake a stick at that. Alec Ogletree, I already kind of went over him. Um, so you guys know, go check your waivers for him. He's older too, so he might be overlooked for someone like Jamin Davis, Quincy Williams. If you if you miss on those guys, you should be fine with Alec Ogletree. It's not as flashy. It's not as sexy. But points are points are points, okay? Um, he scored as many points as Roquan Smith this week. If I told you go pick up Roquan Smith on the waivers, you'd be like, oh, hell yeah. So. Just play it with, use your imagination a little bit. Pretend he's somebody else. All right, Denzel Perryman, linebacker for Las Vegas Raiders. This is, of course, assuming he's healthy after this game that's happening right now um, and continues to be the primary snap getter, but he has been. And he seems like the guy that Gus Bradley and that those, the, the, the defense there has entrusted to be their primary guy. They didn't pay him the most. I don't know what's up with those other dudes, but their defense, they're playing okay. So... They're riding with Perriman for the most part, and they're sticking with it. Derek Barnes, linebacker for the Detroit Lions. This is my last pickup for the week. If he's on your waiver wires, he is basically going to be the one of the two primary linebackers for the Detroit Lions going forward the rest of the season. He's a rookie this year, so there is the allure of the upside, the unknown with him that is not there with Alex Anzalone. You could also go pick up because he's probably on your waivers because he's not a sexy name. But Derek Barnes is taking over for Jamie, da- Jamie Collins. Not sure where Jamie Collins is going to end up. I have to believe in my heart that he will end up somewhere. Um, but we'll have to see. It might be a week or two before that comes fully to fruition. So IDP Army, that is everything for you this week as far as waiver wire targets, as far as the injury news and updates. This is not an exhaustive list of guys to go get. This is not an exhaustive podcast by any means. There's a ton of good information out there. Follow us on Twitter. Um, follow myself on Twitter. Follow the IDP Army on Twitter. Um, that's the best place to interact with us. You can ask us questions there directly. We have a question here actually from the YouTube, which I'm going to pull up quickly. From Dylan Harrison. It says, Patrick Queen, Quincy Williams, or Alex Singleton. Three-point solo, two-point assist. Tackles. Uh, sacks are four and a half and interceptions are four. I'm going to go Quincy Williams. Um, if that's a start sit question right now, um, I think the volume of tackles and the uh, is going to be there for him in a way it's not going to be for Patrick Queen or Alex Singleton right now. Um, although those guys are the names and Patrick Queen being a premier name, not somebody I'm advocating benching or starting him over, but I mean, if a push comes to shove, and projecting, I do project Quincy Williams to continue to be not necessarily as good as he was this week, but put up good, good numbers. Um, you know, not that Patrick Queen doesn't, but sounds like you've got a, a good problem on your hands there, Dylan. 
Um, join us on Sunday for the live stream. If you guys have start sick questions, that is every Sunday, 11 a.m. Eastern. We go over the injuries. We go over the ins and outs. We go through start sits with everyone on Twitter and on the YouTube channel. And sometimes we're on Twitch as well. <clears throat> but, yeah. All right, y'all. That's going to be it for me today. Do me a huge favor. Go subscribe to the channel because, like, a zillion people watch this channel. And, like, I don't know, probably like 30% of them are subscribed to the channel. So that tells me that there are more people out there interested in IDP. Why don't I stick around for a little bit? Um, do me another big favor. Thumbs up this video. Okay, you made it this far. If you're still listening to me 26 minutes in, thumbs up the video. I would super appreciate that. That would do a good YouTube algorithm. And tell a friend. Tell a league mate. Tell a friend. Tell somebody about the IDP Army, the podcast. Share it on your feed. Share it in your group chat with your buddies. Um, we appreciate it. We're trying to grow this thing and uh, get IDP and fantasy football just keep rocking with it so i'll be back soon later this week with the underdogs with dave kluge i will have some underdog drafts coming up as well i will have idp rankings this week um i'll probably have a couple of individual player videos coming out too soon because it's that point in the season where we have some decisions to make we have some guys letting us down so look for some more fun short form content maybe to be posted around in the near future um but yeah, we keep grinding. I apologize, y'all, for not having the waiver or the, uh, the ranking show this last week. I've been sick. My wife's been sick. Our house has just been, we got hit with the bug. So it's been a rough week, rough weekend. Um, I'm still hurting. I went to the doctor today. They gave me some medicine. I just have, I, ha I have to get this track laid because that's what we do. IDP Army, we fight. So, all right. That is all for me, y'all. Appreciate you. Shalom. Come back again next time. I will see you soon. Let the rain hit the sand. Build a house on a rock, got a plan. Gotta get stocks, keep them bands. Hear the clock tick, blades on the fan. Used to be mundane on a Monday. Now you have fun day on a Sunday. Cause you switching it up and you living it up. You ain't getting enough.